Welcome to another edition of Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast. This is a bi-weekly show that we do every other Monday night at 9 p.m. right here on our Facebook page. And we talk about the solo careers of the Beatles. Once in a while, we can go into their group years and talk about them then. But uh, most of the time on this show, we cover the solo careers, the most successful solo careers of all time for many musicians who came from a, a previous band. I'm Ken Michaels, and uh, hopefully you know me for my syndicated Beatles show called Every Little Thing, which right now is on over 40 radio stations, and also another podcast show, another bi-weekly podcast show called Things We Said Today with uh, Darren DeVivo and Alan Cozen. And uh, I am joined this time, as I am every two weeks, <laughs> By my regulars, let's introduce them right now. There'll come a time when we just have to say the queen and nothing else. <laughs> but you know her for a couple of books that she has written, songs we were singing, guided tours to the Beatles' lesser known works. Look at this. Oh my right God. Right on cue. They are ready. Right on cue. This wasn't even planned. <laughs> no, know? it wasn't. Swear to God. Okay. Nope. Surprise. <laughs> Also, let's see if they're ready for this. Michael Jackson, FAQ, all that's left. No, this one. About this the, one. The, I'm getting to that. I'm getting one There's at no a room time. For Michael, no room for Michael Jackson anymore. Oh, kid. Hey, get him out of here. <laughs> all that's left to know about the king of pop. And then, yes, we can all do this now. I can't proudly. yet. Oh, I didn't, oh, it's supposed to come today. <laughs> oh. I'm making notes right now, as you can tell from reading Oh my the book. gosh. Has the best blurbs on the back, too. Yes. <laughs> One being from Ken. That's right. <laughs> One that's being right. from Ken. <laughs> so that's Fandom and the Beatles, written by Kit and Ken Womack. Contributions from lots of great people, Candy Leonard, you name it. And so she's also uh, the queen of Motown, we could say. Which means I could also go. say that she's once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> Lionel Richie's profiting from me tonight. Uh. Let's welcome Kid O'Toole. Hi, Kit. How's it going? <laughs> Even better after that introduction. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's 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 all downhill from here, you know. Probably. <laughs> I mean, wow. Thank you, Ken. Hello. Tom, hello, Joe, and hello, everybody who's tuning in tonight. This is going to be a really fun show. Definitely. I had to work the Motown in. I know. Some it was way. very smooth. 
Also, we have one of the two regular co-hosts of the very popular solo Paul McCartney podcast called Two Legs, along with Andy Nichols. And, you know, he's constantly working on that show. He's probably got 20 shows already planned as we speak, at least. And that's at least. Tom Hunyadi. How you doing, Tom? Hey, Ken. Nice to see you guys. Good to see uh, everybody out there. Joe, Kit, Ken, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> He's ready. And last but certainly not least is Joe Mayo, otherwise known as me, Mr. Mayo, who has such an extremely popular YouTube channel, over 10,000 subscribers, all good people watching you. And he's always on YouTube. Mm. Really? It's like the Truman Show when it comes to him Everywhere he goes. He's on YouTube all the time, but um, always talking about the Beatles and pop culture items and always a fun show to watch. Welcome, Joe Mayo. Hello, and thank you very much, Ken. Hello, Kit. Hello, Tom. Uh, and I'm goody, good, good to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the air. So uh, oh boy, does here apply we go. here. No, let's not overdo it tonight, okay? <laughs> all right. On tonight's show, we're going to be having some fun putting together our own compilation of our favorite 15 songs from Paul McCartney of the millennium from 2000 up till today. And um, the rules are pretty simple. They just have to be a Paul McCartney release, a single, an album. Um, although I'm not even sure if any of you guys are going to have anything from his live recordings. If you want to put that in there, that's fine. Um, I really think uh, classical doesn't apply uh, for this show. It's strictly his songs. And there are no other rules other than that. 15 songs. They could be 10 from the same album, if you want them to be. <laughs> they could all be chronological. You know, they could all be bonus tracks from his CDs. I have a hunch, given all the talking we've been doing on this show about bonus tracks on McCartney albums, that some of them may very well turn up on our lists. Could be. Yeah. But before we do that, we have a rather short uh, newscast to bring you of uh, what's been happening in the last few weeks. First of all, uh, Modern Drummer has posted a 30-minute interview with Ringo on their YouTube page covering the new EP, Zoom In, and what he's been doing during the pandemic, and also plugging the upcoming Beatles Get Back film and more. I advise you to check that out on their YouTube page, Modern Drummer. Ringo's Zoom In EP actually debuted last week on Billboard's album charts at number 179. But I checked right before our show. It's not there anymore. Mm. So one wow. week and that's it. Wow. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. It's, un it's unfortunate. <laughs> It's oh, really yeah. good. It he, is. Really good. It is. Give it a chance. Yeah. Tell everyone you know that's a Beatle fan about it and help Ringo get back on the charts. But the Beatles won, by the way, <sighs> the ever indestructible Beatles won, <laughs> is at number 56 on the charts. Wow. 56? 56. 466 weeks logged on Billboard's top 200 so far. Wow. Uh, Ringo just delivered a very brief message to the great songwriter, Diane Warren. Uh, she is up for an Oscar. She has a song in the film, The Life Ahead. So uh, Ringo wished her good luck. And of course, Ringo, uh, Diane Warren wrote Here's to the Nights for the new uh, EP for Ringo. 
As far as John Lennon, Lennon fans have been given a nice treat with a new video that was made for the song, Look At Me. It features previously unreleased eight millimeter footage of the couple at their home in Weybridge between takes of two of the couple's films, film number five, Smile and Two Virgins, both of which were filmed uh, by their camera operator, William Waring. It includes shots of the couple at home, as well as John strumming on acoustic guitar. And just available on YouTube is the Instant Karma Evolution Mix with many of uh, the outtakes of the song as it's being developed. And with George Harrison having a lot of input. Yeah, and you can hear him just kind of faintly in the background talking, making suggestions. It's kind of cool to listen to. But it really is. It's like take after take after take. So you're hearing the song, you know as it's being finalized, or close to it anyway. As we've been reporting, uh, the new album of cover versions of songs from Paul's McCartney 3 album called Three Imagine is coming out digitally April 16th. That's this Friday, folks, with a physical release, including exclusive vinyl editions coming July 23rd. Since our last show, we've learned that there'll be a limited edition pink vinyl version available in the US with 2,500 copies made. There'll also be a limited edition translucent green vinyl through Target, which costs $49. And there is a dark green vinyl edition at You Discover. And uh, now available on YouTube is the new mix of Find My Way from Paul with Beck. And only a few days ago, they posted on YouTube the new mix for Sliden from EOB, which stands for Ed O'Brien. Any comments on any of these new uh, mixes, guys? Sliden just sounds like it was sped up to me. You know, it just, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, sli- just... and Slide My Way sounded like it was slowed down to me. <laughs> and um, I didn't care for uh, Kiss of Venus that was out either. Hmm. So for me personally, it's a it's an 0 for 3 so far. No, I kind of like the Kiss of Venus. I mean, mm. new words were added. It was done sort of in a rap style. Something different from the way that Paul released it. Nice to have him in the video at the very end for a few seconds. But Find My Way was a, a disappointment for me because I like Beck and I thought yep. that you'd be hearing Beck sing. Yep. And we Same don't know here. from song to song whether or not it's going to be Paul singing the vocals or the artists that are on there. Or maybe the artists are just doing the remix and doing all the background stuff and they're putting Paul's vocals in there. So yeah. we have to wait and see. We'll know everything by Friday anyway. Right. Uh, Well, first of all, if you're uh, those of you who are Beatle fan subscribers out there, I'm going to be reviewing the entire album for the next issue. So Ah, be on on the lookout for that. Um, But uh, but as far as as what's come out, I actually I agree that I wish that more of Beck had been on that. I I was uh, really looking forward uh, to that because I'm a huge Beck fan. So I I would I would Paul and Beck to collaborate more. In fact, Paul, you know, you obviously listened to my suggestion about getting in touch with Rick Rubin, you know, so now, you know, that's a good start. You know, you're starting to get, you know, so Beck, give him a call. But (laughs) um, (laughs) um, yeah, so I I agree that I I wish, but I actually like that, that remix and, you know, Beck, I, I think it was in the description on the YouTube video. I'm not sure I, where I read this, but, uh, but that Beck uh, apparently, and boy, would I would love to have been a fly on the wall in this uh, mm. circumstance that he had gone clubbing with Paul and Nancy 
and oh, wow. uh, and then I guess Paul and Nancy were dancing up a storm and mm. uh, this one night and so he mixed remixed the song in sort of tributes to them dancing you know that that night because I guess they were really whooping it up mm. so uh but i i liked it i i like the remix but i agree i wish there'd been more back on there um as far as the new version of sliding yeah it, it's not super different other than being sped up i was listening right. to it again today there are some little touches that if you listen to it again they're a little like you know maybe some a little additional electronica in there it's pretty subtle um but uh, i actually like it sped up a little bit mm. um but yeah it's not dramatic uh i i agree the first one the the um kiss oh of venus. yeah kiss yeah. of venus i can't remember the artist's name now um, dominic fike dominic fike thank you it's <laughs> it's growing on me a little bit i love the video i think it's actually quirk i like how quirky it is and, mm. and it's very creative um you know i'm still kind of undecided on it um i, I just still can't decide if i like it or not um it's it's an inter- I, mean, I like that it's a different take though um mm. you know i agree with you ken that it's it's different he didn't just try to copy paul right um but uh but you know i'm i'm gonna keep uh, keep listening and of course i can't wait for the other tracks to drop particularly anderson pack i can't wait to hear that Mm, he's okay. he's a great great soul singer and drummer so but i liked him when i saw him on the grammys yeah Oh, that that new, uh, you know, the Soul Sonic project with Bruno Mars. I mean, mm. wow. And and of course, that uh, the collaboration they did for the tribute to Little Richard. That's any indication. Oh, yeah. mm. This could be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the idea of Paul working with new artists, young artists of the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of wish he had done this more often. In fact, on his website where he has that feature, you gave me the answer. Somebody had asked him if he would consider doing this or what album of yours from the past would you like to see this being done to? And he mentioned Ram. Of course. Another Ram project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if he said that knowing that this new tribute's coming out. Right. The new Ram on one. But uh, yeah, uh, I find it interesting. You know, through the years, I've, I've really appreciated more now than before when certain magazines like Mojo or Q or um, Uncut, they'll they'll give you a free CD with their magazine and there'll be all covers of Beatles or solo Beatles. And a lot of that's all independent artists or new artists of that time. And then you notice five years later that some of those artists are now very popular. And uh, some of those arrangements are really interesting. I love when when new artists try to cover the Beatles, and some of them are quite good. And so um, maybe this will be something more common with Paul, reworking his catalog with new artists. We'll see. Mm. Another McCartney project coming, this one in June, is a, another Linda McCartney cookbook. It's called Linda McCartney's Family Kitchen. Paul and daughters Mary and Stella have come together to celebrate Linda's uh, animal activism and vegetarian legacy with this new release. The front cover says it includes over 90 plant-based recipes to save the planet and nourish the soul. Paul's website says it features family stories and photography alongside some of Linda's best love recipes reinvented for the modern plant, uh, plant-based cook. It's now available for pre-order on Amazon as a hardcover and on Kindle. It's due out June the 24th. Don't forget that uh, Mary McCartney's 
uh, been carrying on the family tradition with a really <sighs> vegetarian cooking TV show on Discovery Plus called Mary McCartney Serves It Up. And she also released a vegetarian cookbook in 2015, At My Table, Vegetarian Feasts for Family and Friends. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris. See, Michael Jackson's still in the news, Joe. Okay. Yeah, Michael see. Jackson's daughter, <laughs> Paris, uh, was photographed for a new fashion campaign for Paul McCartney's daughter, Stella, wearing vegan mushroom leather. And Stella McCartney tweeted, next-gen musician and eco-activist Paris Jackson wears the future of fashion. Uh, we created the world's first ever garments from this vegan mushroom leather, more realistic without plastic. And Paris Jackson said, if Stella and the company Bolt Threads can innovate a leather alternative out of mushrooms and not plastic, why wouldn't anyone be for it? I'm overjoyed and utterly grateful to be on the right side of change and to be a part of something so much bigger than myself, saving the animals and the environment one thread at a time. Well, Tom here is a vegetarian, so don't be surprised if you see him wearing some uh, some mushrooms. I am not telling my wife about this. <laughs> she already has uh, she already has a pair of the uh, the Stella McCartney shoes. Oh, really. yeah, she likes them very much. Yeah, cool. Yeah, she says they're very comfortable. But I, I yeah, I, I I refuse to walk next to my wife wearing a pair of uh, mushroom uh, mushroom pants. Hey. It's the future. It's the future, Tom. That's the future. <laughs> I'm going to eat mushrooms, not wear them. I'm going to eat the mushrooms, not wear them. And by the way, Paris Jackson is a is a really good singer. I mean, she's uh, it's had a, she had an album out not long ago, and uh, and I heard a couple of tracks off of it. And I mean, very different from Michael Jackson. You know, she's a bit more mm. you know on the rock side, but uh, but very you know very good voice. I I was impressed. Hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah, I like I I love Michael. I always love mm -hmm. Michael. Yeah. Love Jermaine too. A mm -hmm. um, few more news items. The Fab Four Music Festival. There's actually going to be a Beatles festival. Let's hope that everything works out. Um, <laughs> in Connecticut, with uh, 20 tribute bands from the New York, New England area, all performing 30-minute sets that day. They are, um, there's going to be both indoor and outdoor shows. It also includes exhibits, Beatle dealers and vendors offering memorabilia, records and souvenirs, plus food trucks, special guests, and more. And it's happening July 10th at Nolan Field in Ansonia, Connecticut. Charles Rosnay is putting this together, and I'll be sharing the MC duties that nice. day. So anyone watching, come see me if you live in the... Uh, New England area. To find out more about this, just go to Fab Four, the uh, number four, fab4musicfestival.com. And then finally, the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp is putting together a live streaming event on Zoom with both Denny Sywell and Lawrence Juber from Wings. Nice. Celebrating the golden anniversary of Wings, 50 years. It takes place this Saturday, April 17th at 12 noon Eastern time. It'll run for an hour and it'll be hosted by New York's uh, Q104's Ken Dashow. And it will involve question and answers. And um, if you want to know more information about that, uh, I will be posting the link on our Facebook page right after cool. we do this show. Okay. And by the way, if you enjoy listening to this newscast and you want a source to list all the new releases coming out, you can check out my website. There's an upcoming releases page with all the dates, everything listed. So you can keep track of all that. 
And that's at KenMichaelsRadio.com. That's it for the news. Well, I think we didn't mention the, I don't think we mentioned this um, when we last, last time on, Ken, but um, there was the, the announcement of the Ram Half-Speed Master from um, McCartney okay. website that uh, will be out on May 14th, I think. Yeah, that's great news. That along with the tribute of Ram on Correct. around the same time, which Denny yep. Sywell is behind that. Yep. And um, in case you don't know, uh, also uh, David Spinoza, Yep. is on, on the album too. And Marvin Stamm, who Stam. played uh, the trumpet on Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey and a whole bunch of good people, people that we know who have been on our shows. Glenn Burtnick is on there. John Montagna, the bass player. Ken Sharp, who for many years has written for Beatle Fan. Lots of great people involved with this uh, new tribute. I've got Ram to listen on. to it, and I and I gonna tell you guys, it'll blow you guys away. I was really impressed with what I heard. Um, very impressed. I can't wait till it comes out. Yep. Look for my review on something else reviews very soon. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the whole album, Tom? Yeah. 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 We got. Uh, okay. we got yeah. Cherry Red Records uh, gave us uh, gave us a link. Yep, okay. Me too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. All right. So on with the show. We're going to be listing, we're putting together our own compilation, each of us, of our 15 favorite McCartney songs from this millennium. So that means everything from the Driving Rain album through uh, the newest releases, McCartney 3. And what we're going to do is go to each of us. We're all going to name five songs at a time. And so we shall start with, and this time I'll only have to say, The Queen. (laughs) All right. Well, I I know we're probably all going to approach this differently. And by the way, folks, uh, all that are listening, go ahead and start sharing your favorites. And uh, and I will say, uh, uh, Susan Gagne, I'm going to agree with you. She said, how could you possibly uh, narrow this down to 15? You're absolutely right. It was hard. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we can have a few honorable mentions later. Yeah, Yeah, we we do have some honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so I'm, I'm going to group these by, by album, but I think we're all going to have different approaches here. So that's just, that's mine. So, all right, <laughs> first five. Um, so um, three, my first three come from Chaos and Creation, the Backyard, which um, I, I'll tell you, as time goes on, I love this album more and more and more. Um, so I chose uh, Riding to Vanity Fair. Yes. Too, yep. Too much rain. Yeah. And what I think is one of his most beautiful ballads in of this of uh, past 20 years. This never happened before. That is a gorgeous. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. And, <laughs> and <laughs> thank you, Ken. <laughs> and then uh, my last two from uh, Memory Almost Full, which is my, my next favorite album. I think another very underrated album. Um, End of the End, which I just Thank think you. is beautiful, very yeah. moving. And the Wings track that should have been Only Mama Knows. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, the, these two albums, I, I just absolutely adore. Um, and uh, I could have easily picked I could have closed my eyes and picked almost any track off of I those know. albums. It was so hard, but but uh, those are some of the ones that that I chose. Imagine if you were hired by the record company. You said you got one CD here. 
Yeah. Just pick, you know, it's it's really not easy. Well, if I was going to do that, if I was going to do that, I might not put necessarily all personal favorites. You know what I mean? Hmm. That's why I'm just what I like, my 15 favorites. Yep. But if I had to, like, organize one, I'd make sure something from, um, I almost said it, Driving Rain. I almost said my nickname for the album. Uh, I think sure <laughs> you know, a couple of songs were on from that, but I didn't pick anything. From I didn't that. either. Yeah, let's do this again in in a year or two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, Joe. I'll make you next. That was a good. That was a good lead in. All right. Well, um, I just I was joking around saying uh, before we did the show that I was going to go alphabetical, but I decided I didn't want to take the time to alphabetize them. So um, <laughs> for this for this first five, um, I have two from Memory Almost Full. And I have three, if I got these right, from Chaos and Creation in the Backyard. All right, for Memory Almost Full, and and there's another one later in the next five for Memory Almost Full. But this five, um, End of the End, which, you know, Kit mentioned, it's it's so, I mean, not a good subject, but to see Paul be uh, reflective of how he feels he'd like to be remembered, you know, when that fateful day comes, and to address that is very touching, very emotional heartfelt song and and i'm so proud of paul in in a way not that he needs my approval that way but that he actually did that you know that's a tough subject i'm so so proud to hear you say that because i've been saying this for years i think it's one of the greatest songs he's ever written yeah yeah. that's including the beatles too yeah oh yeah it's great um i picked house of wax um Mm. Uh, because of the vocals, the heights he soars to in those vocals. And I think I was a little bit influenced and biased because of the Amoeba gig album. I love there's a, a live version on there that I really like. Yeah. Mm. And that's really built the song up more for me since I, I'd heard that. Mm. Uh, then the three that I picked from uh, Chaos, Too Much Rain. Like, same as you, very emotional. I like the falsetto yeah. uh, bit that he does there uh jenny wren which uh is a blackbird more modern times i always say mm. uh, I, I love the, the voice he uses on that and english tea which uh oh, wow. mm-hmm. i just can't help but love that even though it, it's a short little ditty and it's paul you know being kind of twee but then again he acknowledges that in the song it's very twee it's very him and <laughs> the way I look at it, and it, it, it's hard to resist. I can't, I can't resist it. I can see that being on some Beatle album, Pepper or something, maybe thrown on there. That's yeah. my first five. That kind of reminds you some, in some ways, of "For No One," because it's yeah. a piano-based yeah. song, and the way the piano's going and the the descending chords and all, yeah. it's kind of like that. And it is, despite the title, "English Tea," a very British-sounding mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love the the miles and miles of English. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. That's that's my favorite part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, and it, you said I, I so agree with you, Joe, when you said about how you know how proud you were mm. Paul writing end to the end. Yeah, I mean, I that, mean that, everybody that, does that. Yeah, I mean that image has stuck with me so long about you know the, about the, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know the, about it. Uh, the memories was rolling out like carpets, carpets for yeah. children to play on. I've, I've and, never, and that, and that, for what it's worth, that happens to be my belief too. The yeah. same thing you're speaking about in there. So that something that I always take to heart. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, that, 
that image has just stuck with me ever since the first time I heard it. And I just thought, what a, what a beautiful, mm. beautiful image. Like, you know, you're just like, that's what I, you know, that's what I would want. I mean, it's, mm. it's just, what a, what a gorgeous song. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thomas, your turn. Okay, thank you, Ken. Well, I'm just going to go right down the list, 15 to 1, and we'll just start uh, from 15. And um, it was, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to make this any higher because of the fact that it's just it was on McCartney 3. So I'm just going to put this you know, 15 until, you know, maybe a couple more years or so. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, from the minute I heard Find My Way, I just thought it was an instant McCartney classic. So I, I couldn't do this list without that song. Um, so that's, uh, that's one track there. Um, my favorite song from uh, the Electric Arguments is um, Universal Here, Everlasting Now, which is a completely just off the wall track, which just starts off with this beautiful piano bit. And then you hear some crazy, you know, weird dog effects, you know, and, and stuff like that. And then it just goes into this great, crazy dance <laughs> <laughs> you know, electric dance tune, which I think is really far out. Uh, and then it goes back to the piano. It, 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 it just makes me happy. Uh, I, I really dig that. Um, you know, I've always been a big fan of uh, riding to Jaipur. Um, just love the melody. I love the piano playing. It was so cool to have Gabe, Gabe Dixon on our show do a little, the little piano bit. And then on your show, too, Ken, you know, mm -hmm. where you just did that little, you know, piano bit. Um, and it was just really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I dig that. I know the lyrics are simple, but it's more the song itself that I really love. You know, do, 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 you know, do, 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 you know, that part, I just, it's, I just really moves me. I really like it a lot. Um, so then going from that, we're going to go into, we're going to go back to um, Electric Arguments, uh, The Sun is Shining, uh, which again, I think is just another great, uh, McCartney song that could um, you know he did that I think he did a live uh, too and um, no. or was that the, no that was the other one that was uh, uh, Highway no yeah that was Highway and then there was another one too but Sing um, the Changes sin, thank you Sing, yeah. Sing the okay. Changes yes yeah. that's the one yeah but Sun is Shining I think is I love the, you know the, the sun is shining you know I just like the, like that one a lot and then um, for number 11 uh, we're going to go with um, Jenny Wren, which, again, is just another, you know, beautiful song from uh, from Chaos and Creation. You know, you, you know, Joe said, I mean, the guitar picking on that is 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 excellent. I, you know, the um, the Jenny Wren bit, you know, not a lot of people know that Jenny Wren is an actual bird. You know, it's, it is a bird. <laughs> not that it's a, really a bird song like Blackbird, you know, or we all know the, the, the you know, the meaning behind Blackbird. But um but yeah, Jenny Wren, I think it was kind of like a really cool part two, you know, if you if you want to if you want to call it that, you know, but um, I just like, you know, always love that one. All right. Excellent choices. Uh, we all took a different approach, it seems like here, because yeah. it's not like it's not like we're saying, you know, we're going to rank them from 15 to number one of what our favorites are. Right. You know, for the rest of us, it's just 15 favorites of ours. But um, in my case, uh, I wanted to do it all chronologically. And if I could, I wanted to have each album represented with at least one song. Didn't turn right. out that way, but um, at least I attempted to do that. We're going to start with the most obvious song to lead off the compilation for me, and that's Lonely Road. Mm. And uh, Driving Rain is an album that, uh, you know, I'm appreciating so much more now than I have before. <clears throat> I always liked it. Now I'm liking it quite a lot. 
been doing some videos on my uh, video channel about yeah. that very album. And Lonely Road is just a kick-ass rocker. It's, a, it's an edgier stranglehold. And I'm so glad that he did that song live at the time when the album came out, because it really works well as a, as a live song. I love the line, I hear your music and it's driving me wild. I love Paul's really throaty vocals with harmonies. Great rocker. Um, so I thought that'd be great to start off. And then I had to put another song from Driving Rain in there, and that's Tiny Bubble. Mm. Mm. Tiny Bubble's one that's catchy as hell. And I love the groove. It's got like an R&B feel to it. Everything about it. I mean, it's one of those many songs that I feel had it been a single in the 70s, it would have been a hit. And then I also put in Jenny Wren. Jenny Wren is classic McCartney to me. And yeah, he did say it's daughter of Blackbird, but I love everything about it. The melody is so haunting and um, took a lot of guts for him to do that live too, because he mm. was hitting the high notes, those, those falsetto notes in the song. But yeah, it's a stunning recording, Jenny Wren. Um, should rank way up there in Paul's solo canon. Um, also, I put in too much rain as well. Um, <laughs> in some ways, uh, the story behind Too Much Rain is almost as important as the song because he was very influenced by Charlie Chaplin's song called Smile. Right. And that's a song that I've always loved. I grew up Me with too. it through, you know, Jerry Lewis's telethon every single year. That was the theme, Smile. And um, Charlie Chaplin, apart from being the great comedic actor that he was, also wrote music. And he wrote the music to that song, which has been covered by a lot of people like Michael Jackson, for example. Yes, indeed. And um, Barbara Streisand and so many people. And he just um, he he took the idea of doing the opposite when you're in pain. Smile when your heart is aching, mm. you know, so he just applied the same thing with too much rain. Laugh when your eyes are burning, you know, that the whole idea really came from from uh, from that song Smile. So I love it for that reason. So I got two from Driving Rain, two from Chaos and Creation, and I got three actually from Memory Almost Full, but I'm only going to do one since we're doing five at a time. I had to put Ever Present Past in there because that's mm. one of those songs that, my God, once it's in my head, it just does not leave. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great melody. You know, you can say what you want about earworms, but McCartney is the master of it. And... Once it's in your head, it just does not leave. And especially for that song. I love that really cool video he made yeah. with the choreography where he's dancing. It's so simple, oh, too, yeah. but it looks good. And he looks so cool with all these women dancing. And uh, but I try not to let the video affect my, my feelings about the music. I want to make it separate. But Ever Present Past has been one of my favorites of his in mm -hmm. the last uh, two decades. So there you go. Yeah. This time. Well, you want to say something, Tom? Yeah, I mean, like, just love, you know, when, speaking of that song, Ever Present Past, you know, where he's doing that, do I, do I, and, you know, and he's got that Indian sounding guitar in the background, yeah. or, or Indian sounding instrument in the background. I, I've always loved that part. I mean, it's it's really cool effect, uh, and I'm glad he added that to the song. But yeah, good choice on that one. Yeah, I love the middle bit. Yeah. With, the, with there's like a guitar that goes, da -da 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 -da, you know, right. and it, it just adds a lot to it. I don't know. And it's, it's three minutes long. As soon as it's over, you want to hear it again. You can't right. get enough of it. Oh, it's kind of like hypnotic for me, that song. It's like a drug. Anyway, Tom, <laughs> we move on. 
Okay, we'll so next. we're going, yeah, all right. We're going to go uh, next, uh, 10 to six, I think here. Um, so, um, you know, too much rain, uh, you know, I think we're all going to have this one. <laughs> um, That's good. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's just a perfect, I think it's a perfect track. And yeah, I think, you know, his, his falsetto is, is, is really great on there. I, I like it like I like, um, you know, somebody that cares or, um, you know, uh, you know, you know, who cares, you know, something like, like that. I, I think it's a really good uplifting song. If you're feeling down, you know, you can play that song and, you know, I think it'll lift your spirits right up. Um, so, and then going that, and then the two from, um, two from memory most full that I have, uh, well, I have three, but I'm going to do two now, but, uh, I love that the way these two start the, the so-called medley, uh, vintage clothes. And then it goes into, uh, that was me. I just think those are, I mean, uh, the medleys that he, that he's done in the past. I just love those two combined. I'm really big fan of those two songs and, you know, back to back. I think they're, they're really good. Um, I like that was me. I like how, you know, especially that memory was full. He almost kind of like, you know, going back into the past and talking about himself a little bit. And, you know, um, so I think I dig that, um, you know, same with vintage clothes in a way, you know, what's what's old is, is new again. I, I, I like that kind of, you know, tagline because whenever something comes out, it's, you know, give it 10 years, it's going to be right back in, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, just like vinyl these days, you know, it was dead in the water for a while and now it's, now it's back. But um, so those two, I, think i think start off the the medley perfectly uh can't complain about uh those two um then i have um alligator from new which might be um you know it's probably my second favorite uh from that track i just love the you know i need to someone want to come home to you know give my alligator to you know i just like you know kind of like blowing off some steam you know you've had a rough day or whatever you can come home and you know and 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 take it out on someone else and i love that you part know? the changes yeah. and everybody's right. doing better than me that part yeah that. yeah that's good and yeah and uh, the whole find my key part you know too too when he's does the yeah. falsetto again you know yeah. that's that's a really cool part as well um and that and then you know and then again um uh from egypt station um uh, happy with you which i think is a great little again a nice little short little acoustic number mm -hmm. which uh you know you can find those kind of songs on every one of his albums it seems like there's a kind of like this like a perfect you know little acoustic ditty um on, on his al on almost all of his albums that are just uh i think you know have a great message and um you know we talked about you know happy with you on our first show for egypt station and i really like what ken womack said just to give our, our boy ken womack a uh, a shout out where you know i know a lot of people they were talking about how everybody thought he, he was singing about nancy well he's really singing about himself you know and i didn't really think about it then you know listening to the to the to the um the song when i first heard it but yeah when listening to ken womack talk about it I, it made more sense to me you know that he's you know he's singing about himself you know? i'll have to think about that yeah. i didn't really yeah. uh you know come up with that yeah. interpretation but yeah very good all right joe you're next all right next five i'll start with only mama knows mm -hmm. okay from memory almost full Great rocker. I love the fake out beginning kind of. You don't you don't know what's coming with the violins and things at the beginning. Then you crash into into the song. You know, in in the vein of a uh, Junior's Farm or something yeah. like that. You know, we had wings, right? You, you were saying, Kit, wings kind of the song yeah. that yeah. should have been right. Um, okay, then I have the title track, New, which mm -hmm. is represented there. I see behind you. 
We got the queen <laughs> over there with the background. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. It's a simple song. Not one of the greatest things he ever did, but I got to tell you, it's so well titled because I just feel like it's a new relationship. <laughs> makes me happy when I hear it. That whole album makes me feel good, actually. I love the album. But that song really is what it must feel like when something's new. And uh, when I had a new relationship with, with my uh, girlfriend, this was a big uh, factor in our relationship. This album and this song, uh, it's it signifies us when we were kind of starting out, more or less. And oh. uh, that's always what I think of. So it has a, a connotation for me. Mm. I just oh, love that's it. sweet. Yeah. Got a couple more from, <laughs> from that album. Uh, Early Days. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say, Paul, looking back on his years, uh, the younger years, and uh, I always say that, uh, you know, his so-called older voice, old man voice, if you like, is so well used on there. And he could have tried to, you know, taper it a, a little bit, maybe reduce it, but he left it that way. And I think it suits the song. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the kind of song that would be as strong if you have a young guy singing about it. You're talking about an older person looking back on his early days. And it's very, very uh, sentimental. And well, I think, you know, yes. Sorry, uh, the producer for that song, right. I, I think it was Ethan Johns. He was the one that said, you know, because Paul was was kind of worried about the way his vocals were. And he mm-hmm. said, no, leave yeah. it in. You know, it works better that way. It's, it shows his vulnerability. And um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it works from the standpoint of an older person and maybe, you know, you could attach more emotion to the song that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and that line in there, which I thought maybe came from someone else or somewhere else. I'm not 100% sure on that. May sweet memories from the past always come to you when you look for them. Uh, and your inspiration, long, long may it last. May mm. it come to you time and time again or something close right. to that. I always think of that as, as, you know, meaning too, like the inspiration, like for new music, new work, new song, being inspired, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I love that bit. Uh, Then also from the album New, I went with a song a lot of people maybe don't know. It's called I Can Bet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. A fun drive-along song. Always good to hear that when I'm driving. Uh, I love the way it's like this older Paul, you know, now uh, 70 or or so, 71 at uh, at the time. And he's got a younger wife and he's kind of like the lyrics are kind of like, you know, uh, you know, don't wait for me to be steady. You know, I'm your man and I'll be there when you're ready. Like almost a little playful kind of uh, innuendo going on there. Uh, You still have surprises in store for you, but you can't, you know, guess what I'm going to do next. (laughs) You know, I'll leave it to your imagination. A little playful. I love I just love that whole feel about it. And uh, it's a good song, good time. And uh, finally, for this grouping, I'll go with Find My Way, echoing what uh, from the fairly newly released McCartney 3. Um, I, I just, again, I think it's a, a powerful, fun, upbeat kind of song. It makes me happy every time I hear it. I love the guitar play that he does in there and, and all. It's, it's really a good track. And, uh, you know, they say there's no single on McCartney 3, but that's a single <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Sure is to me. I think so. <laughs> that makes the most sense if you were ever to pick a single from Yeah, it. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. 
Okay. We move on to the queen. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Tom, um, you and I have some tracks in common here. Um, first, uh, one more track off of uh, Memory Almost Full. That was me. Mm. Um, I'm so glad to hear you picked that. Uh, as I've always felt, that was an underrated track uh, on that album. I, I love that. Uh, I love his uh, vocals on that. I mean, just really, you know, toward the end, I mean, he just mm. pushes his voice and it just, you know, gives you a taste of that old Beatles rock right. kind of vocal. Mm. And I love just like much of that album, you know, him looking back on his life and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, thinking, I, you know, can you believe that was me up there? Right. You know, I, I just, mm. I've always loved that track. Um I decided to include something from Kisses on the Bottom because mm. I think, um, you know, that was the, that gr the great American songbook and you know, was a, a very important influence on him. Um, and so uh, my favorite track from that is uh, I'm going to sit right down and, and write myself a letter. Oh. I thought his performance on that was, was very good. Um, you know, he really hasn't always been great with phrasing on those songs. I mean, it's tough. You know, that is really, you know, I think people think those are such classic songs and, and you know, that they're easy to do. No, they are not. Uh, and uh, but but he did very well on that. And uh, and of course, I mean, boy, did, he was smart that he recruited the best arrangers. Sure. Uh, I mean, Diana Krall, John Pizzarelli. I mean, you yeah. can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was very smart. So I've always enjoyed that one. So I wanted to include that uh, from new. Um, I have appreciate. Mm. Um, yeah. I've always liked that because I think he did a nice job on that track of of marrying, you know, a newer, no pun intended, kind of sound, uh, you know, a little more electronic, but still maintaining, you know, his own voice. I mean, it's still a Paul McCartney track, but it, it sounds very modern. Um, and uh, and I'm going to include on a slight side note, uh, after I'm done sharing this, I'm going to include in the comments, I have a, a good friend who did a fan video for this song years ago mm, that wow. uh, was actually shared uh, by MPL. Oh, wow. Uh, so good. And I've always loved it. I think it's way better than the official video that came out for the song at the time. And it actually made me Okay, pun intended. This time, appreciate the song a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so when I'm done uh, done sharing this, I'm I'm going to copy and paste the uh, the YouTube address in the comments so you guys can check it out. It's really very good, very good. And uh, Sherry B is the the name of the creator. So shout out to her. Mm. It's just a wonderful video. Uh, and uh, Queenie I, um, mm. I, I appreciated that song more live. Uh, when I he started playing that live in in. Um, concert i i thought it had more energy even more energy than it did on the record so i really uh began to like that song a lot more when he when he started performing it um in his set list you know it mm. just it's catchy you know i mean it's oh. it's catchy he did it he did it with ringo at the grammys too and he did it That's there right. too exactly and and so i you know once i started hearing it live i was like boy, you just can't get this out of your head. <laughs> it really, it, it's just so catchy and it just had such energy. Um, and, um, you know, he just sounded so youthful doing it and, and, and uh, you know, just seemed to be having such fun. And, and uh, you know, and, and as you said, Joe, I mean, kind of the spirit of that album. 
um, just kind of regaining his his youth and and uh, enthusiasm and you know starting this sort of you know new chapter in in his life. Mm. Yeah, and, which is why the title at first, so many people, myself included, were like, "Why would you call this new? Like the new album? What? What is that? You know, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a new album forever, but that's not really what it means, is it? Yeah, new, yeah. This, the whole essence of something's fresh and new and exciting. Yeah, I mean, he seemed to be you know embarking on on a new kind of phase of his life in 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 a way you know and and so uh and then my last one is uh uh, getting into egypt station uh which uh i think um sometime we're gonna have to go back and revisit that album uh because you know that was of course that was our very first show on on uh Mm. here and we'll have to go back and revisit it to kind of like you know has it aged well or something like that because i've I've really changed my opinions on that that album over time wait a little longer i'd be be all right with that (laughs) yeah exactly no i don't mean right now but along the way uh happy with you so Tom, I was so glad yeah. to hear you choose that. Uh, I think that's a, a great. I, I love the 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 you know lyrics behind it. Whether he is talking about Nancy or or talking about you know just himself. I mean, just the again, kind of like new this new phase in his life. Right. Uh, you know, this kind of new era of contentment and yeah. and uh, um, and as you said, love the acoustic feel to it. Um, I've just always thought it was an underrated track. So that's. That's my last. All very interesting choices. Mm -hmm. I like what you're saying about the new album. You know, Mm -hmm. they had such a fresh sound. He really sounded a bit invigorated. Yes. I'm with uh, with the new album. Mm -hmm. And um, well, I'll get to the new album in a bit. But uh, my (laughs) next my next five, I think we all mentioned the end of the end. Right. I think we all have it. Wow. I'm incredible. <laughs> you know, for years now, I've been saying it's it's you know one of the greatest songs he's ever written, and I still maintain that. And I love the fact that not only is the message so strong about how he'd like the world to react when he does go, but kind of like the Plastic Ono band when it's just one guy and a piano and nothing else. Yeah. And then towards the end, just to lighten the mood a little bit, he whistles. you know in the song so um it's just a powerful powerful song from paul and like you said kit the words are just so beautiful and so poetic it's like just as poetry alone without a song it stands so really it's 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 a masterpiece the end of the end all right here's my first bonus track (laughs) i love why so blue oh Why So Blue is a gorgeous tune, and I love the acoustic feel behind it, and the melody is very unusual, because the notes just descend like either one step or a half a step, but it's so unusual the way that that's applied in the melody there. Um, it makes it very different from a lot of our, from, you know, most of what he's done in his, in his catalog. And, um, you know, We've talked, and I know Tom on, on your podcast, my God, how we've talked about Paul releasing bonus tracks that are better right. than some of the songs that are on the album. Yeah. I definitely think Why So Blue should have been on Memory Almost Full. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Some of his bonus tracks are not only great, but really interesting, too. It might be a bit more experimental that he thought might not fit on the album, but Why So Blue, I definitely would rank way up there. And then there's soundtrack song, I Want to Come Home. 
which I think is really just a very simple melody, but very effective that works in the song, has a sort of a spiritual gospel vibe to it, I find anyway. And, um, you know, some of, yep, from Everybody's Fine. The movie didn't do too well, but, uh, (laughs) you know, the song certainly got a lot of hits on YouTube. But uh, it's it's really just beautiful. Uh, Paul has done a lot of great work for films. And uh, it's been nice in the last, you know, decade or so. He'll put a song out here and there that's just by itself. It's a digital single. And it's like a little bonus to go with everything else that he's put out. So um, I would put I Want to Come Home in there. And then I wanted to put something in from Kisses on the Bottom. But I put in Only Our Hearts, which I think is an absolutely gorgeous song. I'm a real sucker for ballads, in case you haven't noticed. (laughs) But, um, you know, as much as I like my Valentine, and I could understand Valentine, Valentine's Day, love songs and all that, and it worked, releasing it on Valentine's Day, I think Only Our Hearts should be like a classic, you know, standard today. Mm -hmm. So should my Valentine. But the melody in there, Paul's vocals are so heartfelt and powerful. Um, I just think it's, it's a stunner. It's one that's, it's, there's always certain songs that you feel are underappreciated or not given right. any acknowledgement in the catalog. Only Our Hearts, I've played it a lot on the radio on my show, and I hope that um, other people will pick up on it. And then uh, my next the last of my five here would be hope for the future. And there's another example there of Paul doing something for film or in this case, a video game. And the message in there is wonderful, simple lyrics, very, um, very produced, (laughs) Mm. kind of like a, I don't know if bombastic is the right word, but it's, it fits for a video game. I love the whole arrangement of what Giles Martin did on the song. And I love the fact that he did the song live. And, uh, you know, he continues to write this great music every now and then for films or for something else like this and right. very suitable uh, in that regard. You know, if I ever was to put together a compilation of film music or whatever that fits that category, absolutely, would, you know, right alongside Live and Let Die, mm. you know, hope for the future should be there. All right. So that's my next five. So let's start now with um, Joe for your last right. five. Last five. five. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to start with my Kisses on the Bottom song, which is my Valentine. Okay. And again, I have to relate it to my personal uh, life. It came out at the, just the right time. And that's our song. <laughs> Me and Mrs. Mayo, so to speak. That's our, <laughs> our song. That's our song, my Valentine. Oh, so, that's sweet. Uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful song. It's good to see that Paul wrote a, a standard of his own, so to speak, for that kind of uh, music. So I picked that. Uh, then uh, back to the new album, a song that nobody really seems to enjoy as much as I do, unless I'm mistaken. But uh, it's the song Everybody Out There. Uh, again, it's just, uh, I know it was made mostly to sing along in concert, try to get the crowd motivated. Mm. I love it. I love the, I guess, the mid, middle, mid-range part where it says, there but for the grace of God go you and I. <laughs> I love how it's usually just I. 
that statement there before mm-hmm. the great virtual God go I. And I like how you and I go in there. I love, love that whole bit. Uh, I just find it a very exciting and fun song, which is what it was meant to be, but mostly almost made to order, I think, if I'm not mistaken, for the live experience. Um, then I'll go along with from Egypt Station. This is the only one that I've picked. Oh, I picked two. I'm sorry. Take that back. Uh, Come On To Me, which I think is, again, just a, a fun, poppy single. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, no, what is this? I, don't, I can't believe I didn't love it when I first heard it. But that's one that just kept growing on me and growing on me and growing on me. Mm. And then I saw him do it on some television show. I don't know if it was Fallon, uh, one of those shows. And he looked great doing it with his uh, denim jacket and, uh, you know, new gray hair that he's got. Mm. Uh, it, it was just a good look. It was a good vibe. And that really sealed the deal. I liked it anyway. But when he did that, I'm like, yeah, I really like this. It's so it's, it's so much fun. Wish you could get like more hit singles these days, but we've been down that road many times before about radio. <laughs> Although I, I did hear that on the radio a couple of times, regular radio, believe it or not. That's what all. what format of radio is the question? Um, it was, geez, I was at work, and I, it wasn't an oldie station. I don't really know what they're listening to. It's mostly newer stuff. You know, it would, I, it's probably it was on an album alternative format, which is yeah, kind yeah. of like what Darren DeVivo is on WFUV. It's that kind yeah. of format. It's a lot of new artists, but also veteran artists and their new stuff. But they don't play a lot of it. They kind of acknowledge it. it respectfully. And for a brief time, they play the new the new stuff by them. Yeah, because most of what I've heard on there, I didn't care for when it could come over because it was mm. not just because it was the newer stuff, but it was more of the newer top 40 kind of stuff which is a lot of people say these days there's good stuff out there if you look for it but a lot of the stuff that's mainstream top 40 is is kind of like you know the same kind of thing sounding the same so yeah that's where i heard that i think then i'm gonna go to another song uh from egypt station and that's the opener i don't know um you know a, a lot of people were saying uh that I, I, I talk about this a lot when other people say I get, I get, when I'm in the minority. They say, oh, you shouldn't have opened with that song. You know, I think it's a, not the best opener. I, I love it as an opener. I, the way I, I always too. describe it, it's like we're getting ready for some kind of show. If you're watching a TV show, the curtains go, and far away, there's Paul on the piano, you know, just getting singing, uh, I don't know. And, uh, you know, it's a somber song, you know, dramatic, too. Um some doubts here and stuff and again his older voice comes through but i i think it actually works and that's on that song it's, it's an emotional feeling i get when i hear that i love it as an opener mm-hmm. so i pick that and finally a song i've been really talking up lately from mccartney three and you know what it is hey, man, women and I love the way he sings that song, "Women and Wives" from the new McCartney Three album. I just, I love I love the melody. I love the preacher sound that he has. He's, again, his his voice is being used to to good effect. He's writing for it, the voice that he has now, and I think that's a great example. Again, mm-hmm. if if I heard Paul and Ed Sullivan sing a song like that, I I don't think it would work as well. So. <laughs> I just love that song, and uh, it's my new favorite of his. Um, so, yeah, I think that uh, finishes me, except for my uh, 
extra tracks, which we'll get to, I hope, a little bit. Okay. I love everything you said there, Joe. I, I, I love Paul's <laughs> vocals on Women and Wives in particular. And he, yeah. he explained it because he was reading the biography of Lead Belly, the blues artist, and he wanted mm. to put himself Belly. in the mind of how he would sing in that lower register. And yeah. it kind of works, I think. All right. Is he tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How about Tom? All right. Thank you, Ken. Um, yeah, so I'll finish the uh, the quartet here, if you will, with uh, my number five. And that is uh, end of the end. Um, you guys have <laughs> talked about how, you know, how great it is. But, you know, that first, uh, you know, at the, on the end of the then on the end of the on the day that I die, like jokes to be told and stories to be old, to be rolled out like carpets, you know, that children have played on. I mean, that bit, I, I think, is just it, is beautiful. I think this is one of his better, well-written songs in the last 20 years. Um, you know, I know, I know we sometimes we tease him about some of his lyrics, but this one, I think, is just done so well and puts so much thought into this. And, yeah, I mean, you got to be... You know, I, I think, you know, you, Joe, I think you said, you know, you appreciate or proud of him to do it. But I think it's also like a little ballsy for him to do something like this, too, in a way, oh, yeah. um, you know, to, yeah. to, to think about something like that. And boy, what a shock it was when I first heard it. You know, I mean, you never would have thought he would have sang something like this, or at least I never thought he would have. I mean, because he, yeah. you know, he rarely lets us into his, his, his personal feelings in, in songs. He doesn't really, you know, go that way. But um, uh, but so that's number five. Um, number four from from Chaos, uh, This Never Happened Before, which I think is, you know, one of his best ballads, especially uh, of the last 20 years. Uh, just beautiful. The, the the piano playing on this one is is gorgeous, and just this it's just a really great romantic mood. You know, sets a, a, a great mood. You know, something you can uh, play while having a romantic dinner with your significant other, something like that. You know, so mm -hmm. it's really really beautiful. Um, <clears throat> three, you know, like you said, Joe, with early days, the old man voice, you know, his his voice now uh, just really suits that song. And, and the part that I really liked the most was, this, you know, now, every, you know, everybody has their own opinions of who did this and who did that. That part is my, my favorite, because I'm sure he gets frustrated, you know, by people, you know, or some historians saying, you know, that he did this and he did that. And when they really don't know, but then again, sometimes he doesn't know either. I was going to say, if I may interject, <laughs> that's the only part you know, of the only part of the song. I'm like, yeah, Paul, yeah. sometimes you don't know, even though you were there. <laughs> Yeah, but it's got to be very weird to think that there are other people right. in this world who think they know more about right. you than you do. Than you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, you know. yeah. Uh, good point. History, history, I mean. History. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, number two, um, again, I think this is one of his better, well-written songs in the last 20 years, and it's Domino's. Um, just really, mm. you know, dig this one. It's, one. it's probably my favorite song on Egypt Station. Um, you know, I just love the line, you know, like the dominoes are falling, like a line of dominoes are falling. I mean, I just like the whole chorus. I mean, that's really good. And the, uh, the old, you know, the opening bit, you know, it's times we'll, we'll know it's, it's, it's all a show. It's been a blast. I like how it ends, starts with that and it ends with that, you know, right. so it's, you know, perfectly, you know, I think this is like a pure McCartney type song, in my opinion. Uh, so that was number two. My number one will always be my number one. I don't think it will ever change. And it's always going to be riding the Vanity Fair. Um, I think this is 
a top, this is definitely a top 10 McCartney song throughout his whole career for me. Um, I think it's, you know, again, uh, him right, getting personal, which, you know, he just doesn't do that much anymore. And, uh, you know, the whole song line about friendship, you know, the meaning of friendship is supposed to be, you know, being there for someone you love, you know, and, uh, and not getting that, you know, respect or, or love back, you know, is, 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 you know, is very moving. And, uh, you know, you can feel it in his voice when he sings that song, you know, and it's just, uh, for me, it's uh, always been a powerful one. And, uh, you know, a classic since the first time I've heard it. Love it. Wow. Yeah. And I'm proud of him for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That whole album, really. Yeah. I mean, and to, and to me, that's kind of almost like a plastic Ono band style song too. Not necessarily in the yeah. same, like a uh, you know, stripped down musically, but but lyrically. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he still does personal songs, but mm -hmm. this, you know, when you're dealing with that or the end of the end, that's right. really deeply personal. Right. So, wasn't he like persuaded more with chaos and creation in the backyard i think a little bit yeah but but you know the thing is about his personal song too is uh, he also sings it or writes it in a way that you can relate to other people as well mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah but like when, when john sings these personal songs i mean it's it's john you know it's i mean he's just singing about himself and you know yeah if okay if you had that same kind of experience then fine but then when you know when john sings these personal songs it's, i think it's you know he sings it more for him than for other people well with chaos and creation you know i heard that the producer nigel godrich yeah. was was pushing paul to really put out yeah. his mm -hmm. best stuff right and it he apparently off. Yeah, he, he, he apparently didn't seem to mind telling Paul to improve on his songs or right. come up with something better. And that takes guts to be able to do that yeah. to someone who's this kind of a legend. Right. And, yeah. and right. Riding, the, riding the Vanity Fair was one of those songs that Nigel didn't like at first. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So I'm glad that the, I'm proud that he fought for that song, you know, to be on the album. Mm hmm. You never know. Who knows better, the artist or the producer? <laughs> I don't know. That's why he should just stick to producing himself. <laughs> and there are people who think the other, right. the other way, that he yeah. needs input from other people. True. Yeah. So, Kit, you are last. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I am, but you. Yeah. Yeah. Next to last. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. A couple more from Egypt Station. Um, I don't know. Uh, is uh, to, I agree with you, Joe. I, this is, I think, one of the standout tracks uh, from that album. It's, it's. I love Paul's bass on this. I mm. think it's one of, you know, a number of these tracks I picked as another reason is I love his bass on this. But this is one of the reasons. And yeah, I like uh, his vulnerability on on the track. And I like how you put it, Joe. That yeah, some people said, why would he open with this track? And yeah, I like that that uh analogy yeah. used of like the, the curtain opening and there he is just alone <laughs> on the piano yeah, yeah. i forgot to mention how many how many albums do we have where it opens like big like save us or getting exactly. closer i mean mm -hmm. we have a lot of those so why not something different yeah open on a quieter note so yeah i like that and uh so yeah i i agree um Tom, with you on Dominoes. Uh, that mm -hmm. definitely is one of the high, another highlight of that, that is a good, that is a good one. Very good. That one. is a, it's a great song. Mm -hmm. It's, it sounds better and better uh, as, as I listen to it. Uh, great chord changes. Um, you know, 
uh, terrific vocals from Paul um, and uh, and some you know really uh, thoughtful lyrics. I, so I, I enjoy that as well. So those are the last two I picked from <laughs> Egypt Station, and now we get McCartney three and wow. uh, and so. Um, the uh, long-tailed winter bird, that's how I would open this compilation, because I think this is one of the best opening tracks he's done in a while. I just mm. loved how McCartney 3 opened with this song. I just love that. Mm. Um, and I know it's long, but I had to do it. I love Deep, Deep Feeling. It is just so <laughs> weird. I, you, get, you have to have a weird McCartney track on a compilation. You have to have a weird experimental track this is it for me. I, I just, I don't know what it is. It's a so hypnotic. So that's my weird track. that Everybody's I loving that. I, mean, I, I like it a lot more than I did when I first heard it. And yeah, everybody's it's just, it's something it. about it. Mm. There's just something, yeah. I don't know what it is. There's just something about yeah. it. And finally, when winter comes. Now I know technically this is from, was it 93 or so, but 91. 90, yeah, 91, mm. somewhere around that <laughs> there. Whatever. Well, but it was released in in 2020 mm. um and uh and it's just so beautiful and um you know and i and i like it as the closer uh you know also as kind of a little encore you know kind of a her majesty mm. uh sort of thing and it's just classic mm. mccartney just mm. just him mm. and the acoustic guitar um and uh and i just uh just think that's so beautiful uh, and so that's probably how I would close out this, this imaginary, you know, pure McCartney two or whatever we're calling this. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, and so that, uh, boy, it was really hard to narrow this down to 15, yeah. but, uh, but those are, those are my last five. Mm, all right. Excellent all right. choices. And by the way, one thing I love about, I don't know, is that piano solo in the middle. Mm. which is so simple, but it really is effective. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many piano solos in music where the piano player really goes overboard and does so, so much with his hands. This was very soft, very slow, just right. Yep. So <laughs> agreed. You know, I love the, uh, you know, his piano playing on the song. Anyway, my final five would be, you know, the new album was the, the toughest thing for me because it's not like I would say this one stands out above all of them because so many of them are just equal to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to pick one and I went with Queenie Eye. Mm. I love the energy of it. I love the introduction with the, the keyboard intro um, and then the pounding of the piano that goes with it. And uh, it works so well as a live song. And um, but I could certainly I can bet was one of my favorite songs, Joe, yeah. from that album when it first came out. And uh, yeah, I could go with that. I can go with early days. I can go with Save Us. I love Save Us a lot. Um, that's a great opening song, Save Us. But I went with Queenie Eye and I'm glad to see the love being given to Domino's. I definitely agree. It's probably of the songs that ended up on the actual album. I think it's probably the strongest one. Although we all have different tastes, but the lyrics there are very powerful. And like you said, Tom, you know, you know it's been a blast right. <laughs> to end the song with those words. And I love that technique, which certainly Paul did not invent of the, the opening lyrics are the same as the ending lyrics. Right. I love when it closes like that. Um, yeah, Domino's is really just, you know, it's just a material all the way from Paul. And then I had to put nothing for free. 
Mm. That's another bonus track. That's one okay, of those Okay, songs. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> another really catchy song that sounds very contemporary to me. Nothing wrong with that. It just shows how suitable Paul can be. Mm. Um, you know, sounding contemporary with the music that's out right now. And uh, I know I say this all the time. If it was a single years ago when Paul was getting airplay on Top 40, it would be a hit. Should have and been on the album. To put in, yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I have a feeling, you know, when it comes to Egypt Station, we all pretty much agree what songs should go off and which songs should go on. Yeah. Uh, it seems like most most fans say the same two, three songs that should come off. But uh, yeah, but nothing for free should have been on there. And then I put in Find My Way. It's really, you know, another extremely catchy song. Everything about it. One, two listens and you're hooked. I love all that guitar playing. That was the descending line. What was it you said, Tom? The uh, the guitar Dick player? Dale. Like the Dick, Dick Dale? Dick Dale. Yeah. 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 I love I love that effect. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then finally, just like you, Kit, I had to put Deep Deep Feeling in there. Yes. Because <laughs> I do like the experimental side of Paul, and I noticed a lot of work put into this. You know, I, I'm a big admirer of people who put a lot of work into the composition. And even though there's not a lot of lyrics in the song, it's what he does with them. And he'll have, uh, you know, counter melodies, which I am a huge fan of. How you can somehow work two, three melodies going on in a song simultaneously, much like he did on Silly Love Songs right. or like two melodies and wanderlust that kind of thing um i love when he does that and uh yeah every time i listen to that song now i just appreciate it more and more it took a while for it to grow on me but when it when it hit me it hit me hard <laughs> i i knew it ken i knew it i knew it you just have to put those headphones on and and just lose yourself in it yeah I just wonder, kind of like, you know, we said this when McCartney 3 came out, if if a really long song should be at the end of the album or if you stick it in the middle, it's you really have to be in the mood for it. And when you are in the mood for it, yeah, it can work in the middle. But it's like Rinse the Raindrops. We said the same thing about that. It probably works better at the end of the album, I think. Mm -hmm. Rinse the Raindrops does anyway. Mm -hmm. So some honorable mentions. Let's go to each of you. All right. Queen, we'll start with you. Okay, um, you actually mentioned some honorable mentions already. Everybody out there was was one of them. That uh, really plays well live. Um, At the Mercy from uh, yeah. Chaos and Creation. Ooh, yeah. That's a beautiful song. Love the chord changes on that. Um, Sliding that from uh, McCartney Three. Great rocker. Love cranking that in the car. Um, Fine Line from chaos and creation uh that song's really grown on me over the years um but um that there were just so many other great songs on that album that right. you know uh ever present past uh was one you mentioned that ken that is such a, as yep. you said so catchy um and kind of reflective of, of that whole album of him kind of looking back and you know on and i mean just even the title um nothing for free i mean that is as the kids say, that's a banger. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, is that what they say? That's what they say. Or a bop. <laughs> they also say a bop. Okay. Um, and, uh. you know, 
I, I, and as you said, Joe, I wish that had gone on the album. That is a great, great track. Um, and if you're ready for something really out of left field here, um, I've always loved the bonus track on uh, Memory Almost Full, the instrumental, well, mostly instrumental, mm. 222. 222. Mm. Always love that. It's like kind of a little jazz thing. Yes. Um, yep. yep. And I've always just just really enjoyed it and you know i'm sorry it's just kind of in his view a throwaway track and i just thought it would have been you know if this had been a bigger compilation i would have thrown it on there as just a, a fun bonus so that's my kind of out of left field pick <laughs> okay all good ones mm -hmm. yeah tom well, I'm going to, well, let's talk about that banger for a second. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's a banger. It's a banger. Yeah. No, listen, you guys were right. You know, great track could have, could have been on the album proper. And, um, you know, I just, I think it would have uh, definitely uh, elevated that album to, uh, you know, perfection <laughs> in a way. Um, Friends to Go, I think is another great yeah. track from. Yeah and creation um you know I, I i sometimes i listen to it and i try to imagine george playing that like like paul talks about you know him seeing george play this i'm not there yet not there yet Me but, either. Um, yeah. but it's still but still a great track um i love rinse the raindrops always have i it's just one of those things that i shouldn't listen to while i'm driving because i could be going at 35 and then by the time you get midway into the song i'm doing 100 um well, but, if it's uh, raining out it, it's good yeah. <laughs> but, no, but again, I, I, I like that one. i like that one actually I, I yeah i think it's great um joe you, you mentioned house of wax earlier you like it for the i love the guitar playing i think you know i've always yeah. said i think mccartney is an underrated guitar player and i think his playing no, is sure. superb uh on this one uh ken you said why so blue and i agree with you uh another really good track that i don't know if it fits the mood of of memory almost full but i think it would have i think you know could have fit nicely on on that album um take out kind of you take out gratitude and put why so yeah okay <laughs> hey, gratitude. there's you know there's a track i'm gonna cheat a little bit and just because it's not all mentioned but Ken, thanks to you and your show, you know, I discovered that's where I discovered Best Love. And everybody needs to to listen to that song, Best Love, on the Rare Bird Alert by the Steve Martin and the Steve Canyon Rangers. And, you know, this is the album right here. Um, check mm -hmm. it out. Paul sings vocals on that song, Best Love. And I just think it's just an amazing song um, that more people should know about. So that's definitely. Uh, that's that's one of them so there's so many great side projects that he's done through the years yes. where he just appears on one song on someone's right. album and that's one of them you know yep. just to know i mean everyone should know that steve martin is a great banjo yes. player he sure and is. he's surrounded with you know really good musicians mm -hmm. and um you know yeah. his, his uh his vocals really work on that song that's the next yes, one they song. do I got to uh, listen to the sound check one day. We were cooking for the uh, for that for the Steep Canyons, um, and got to listen to their sound check. And yeah, I mean, he's he's an amazing. Just getting a chance to listen to him play banjo was really cool. You know? mm -hmm. And of yeah. course, we're talking about the comedian Steve Martin. Yes, because yeah. I've seen him play banjo, but I watched him the other night in my new Blu-ray of The Lonely Guy, which ah. is one of my favorite <laughs> Steve Martin movies. Yep. Oh, he's an incredible banjo player. He yep. really is. Yeah, I've seen him on Carson or something, one of those shows I remember. Or Letterman. Oh, 
in the very beginning when he was doing his stand-ups. Right, his banjo. You know, he was he was using the banjo as a prop. Right. Yeah. A lot. And then even long before that, he was a writer for the Smothers Brothers. So he's had a long career. Renaissance man. You know, he is. He's brilliant. He really is in a lot of yeah. ways. All right. So, Joe. All right. I'm going to name some that we've said already. Dominoes. Uh-huh. I have we said enough about that. Uh, also, Queenie Eye. I had. Um, alligator. Which almost made my main list, and what Tom mentioned it. Or I talked a little about it. Okay, now some uh, one, well, one other one I have on here with a, two stars next to it. <laughs> nothing for free. Can you believe yeah. Everybody's got nothing for free on there. And what I really love is, <clears throat> I know you need. <laughs> That's the part I like. <laughs> Just builds and builds. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like new, newer sounding music too. Once in a while, see. All right, uh, I have "Follow Me" from Chaos and Creation. Yeah, in the backyard. Good one. And another one, "Home Tonight." You know, it's it's just, again a simple ditty, but uh, I I love it. And he, you know, his vocals are so good on there too. I think you know that was the the record store day release, right? That was also something that could have been on possibly Egypt Station. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's it. I, I could have done a lot more, believe me. But oh, we all could. You know, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. <laughs> See, this I is a good word for Hosanna. I don't care if I'm the only guy in the world that likes Hosanna. I like, I like it. it. I like it. You know, you're not alone. You're in good you're company here. In our... <laughs> Ken is here with you. What is this with everybody <laughs> singing here on this show? Hosanna. <laughs> I thought I just <laughs> thought a little Michael Jackson there. Yeah, I was impressed there, Tom. <laughs> we should we should we should just make like little Easter eggs of just <laughs> the host singing. So keep it separate. No, actually, Vivian Lund, if she's watching, I think Vivian was the one that likes Hosanna also. There's wow. one other person. Just oh, me. I like it. And oh, you my, like okay, it? look, don't get me started. Okay. Other than gratitude, I know you like everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few songs. There's maybe Angela, maybe a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The ones that I picked, um, Get Started, I like a lot. Um, I think it has sort of a wings yeah. feel to it. You great know, coda. Yeah, a great screaming at the end yeah. there. You kind of wish it was going on longer. Why do you have to fade it there? Um, also, Friends to Go, uh, I agree with you. I never heard the George Harrison Mm-mm. feel in I that song. Yeah. But if that's his inspiration for writing it, hey, whatever it takes. I love the song. Uh, Frank Sinatra's Party, I loved from the start when we once we heard it. Good one. Even though it goes all the way back to 1975, uh, Fishy Matters Underwater, which is the music bed there. But um, I don't know when exactly he wrote the lyrics, but just to include all those stars in, in the song, have it work in, you kind of feel like it's the 60s and He's poolside with all these stars, you know, all these, you know, Hollywood people. Martini um, in hand. Yeah. Uh, Dance Till or High. I love a lot mm. from Electric Arguments. Oh. I thought that was a very commercially appealing song. I love his vocals on there. Um, Heather, I think, is a great song. I really do. Um, you know, despite whatever memories we have of Heather Mills, the song is a great song. 
you know, and I love the way it's arranged and it's instrumental for like two minutes before any vocals right. come in and he only sings one verse and before you know it, the song's over. But it's it kind of fits like um, soundtrack music as an instrumental. It would work really well. I love Do It Now from uh, Egypt Station. That's another one where he used a phrase that his father had commonly said, just like put it there, but it also has like a, a gospel feel to it. And um, Hand in Hand is great for me to station as well. Yeah. Um, so those are my honorable mentions. You know, give us a few more minutes and we can come up with <laughs> 10 more each, yeah. probably. Yep. So, uh, yeah, this so was hard. Are, hard to narrow read down. A few comments from, from our viewers, Kit? Maybe? Uh, let's see. Well, first of all, um, um, our buddy Steve Sanderson said, uh, that, uh, that yes, indeed, the kids say banger and bop. So thank you, Steve, okay. for having my back. I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Gary Wilbur said, uh, no, sing the changes. I think I think one of us said. Did any of us say sing the changes? Um, no. I'll say I it. Guess yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Was, I think I had that one, right? Or, or was it Sun is Shining? I don't remember. Yeah. You said the sun is shining. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, um, uh, Joe got a couple of votes here for Hosanna from uh, Marvin G and Hudson, our buddy Hudson Rennie. Oh, so there you go. Um, wow, Greg Swan said not one vote for I want you to fly. And nobody said uh, nod your head either. <laughs> yeah. I almost said nod your head is fun. I, I, I have, I have, I have a great time with that where it is. That's a fun day. song. I almost did. So, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that came very close uh let's see what else um oh thank you hudson for agreeing on 222 thank you um let's see here um let's see i'm just skimming here a lot of agreement on various things um let's see uh, uh let's see oh susan said the verse structure of end of the end is amazing bringing the last line of each verse back to the first line. It reminds me of the song, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Where the last verse brings one back to the first verse. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a beautiful song. And I didn't think of that, the comparison. Uh, that's a, a interesting point there, Susan. Thank you. Um, oh, interesting. Marvin uh, points out he remembers a local Workday Variety a radio station playing this never happened before yeah i never heard that it played on the radio wish that, that never would. happened before that never happened before exactly <laughs> you know, it was funny i was in a um i was in san antonio for uh for work um and i was at a bar one night and then there's a guy you know you entertainer you know just doing playing singing songs and out of the blue he just he he did this never happened before <laughs> and wasn't totally expecting and after the set i was like what did you do that song for it's a great song i love it and he goes oh well he was commissioned to do it at someone's wedding so he was practicing there that night doing the song so wow. yeah nice. so it was pretty fun you know a lot um, of songs a lot of songs like that i will hear in a supermarket yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. supermarkets can play a lot of stuff that you may not hear on the radio. Right. That's right. So yeah, I hear a lot of McCartney that way. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, our friend Tom Brennan, hey Tom, um, said uh, his um, what just an example of part of his list. His last group of five was Save Us, uh, New, Who Cares, Home Tonight, and Find My Way. Yeah, I guess Great. we didn't mention Save Us. 
Uh, I like okay. Seamus as an opener also. I like yeah. Seamus. Yep. Did, we, yeah. uh, did anyone mention Who Cares? I think. Maybe no. as a... I guess no. we didn't. No, we didn't. Interesting. Huh. Or Home Tonight. Did we mention that? Yeah. Oh, home. you did. Okay, you mentioned Home Tonight. See, that's the thing. There are so many songs that, mm. that you could have mentioned. I mean, it's really... I mean, there's so many here that people have mentioned that, uh, you know, that we could have included. I mean, there's uh, just, uh, oh, and Tom mentioned for another group, Anyway. That's mm. a beautiful song, too. Ah, mm. uh, I mean, oh, this just could have gone. And, and how many on. people out there think Paul, Paul has, doesn't have any good music? That's all good stuff out there. That's that's the thing, and you know, and I, and I know we have, and I'm and I'm sure everybody out there, haha, has mm. seen comments on Facebook, you know, along the lines of, "Oh, Paul hasn't done anything of significance since." I laugh know. my butt off every time I see those comments. And it's... I think this show tonight has mm. definitely disproven that i mean well, they know. either haven't heard oh. everything you know yeah. probably or have certainly haven't heard with a, a, an open mind not that it has to be that open to enjoy a lot of this it's just hmm. good with the you know open it or open or not yeah exactly yeah. i mean you just have to have an open mind and and seek this stuff out because there's there's some you know wonderful things he's recorded since 2000 and you know yeah you know talk to people like us or other people who have seriously listened to the music and in this day and age, as I've said many times, just go to YouTube. Yep. You don't have to spend a penny to yep. invest in McCartney's music to know how it is in the last 20 years. You know, there are a lot of people who think after the 70s, he lost it. Oh, my God. Could they be more wrong? Right. You know, it's exactly. um, some of his best stuff is in the 70s, but it's all, you know, in every decade he's put out great stuff. I mean, then you get some charitable people, as I always say, that go to tug of war after that. Mm. And then some even more charitable people will go up to Flaming Pie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they'll or, say that. And then after that, oh, it was all downhill. Well, well, Chaos and Creation, I think, has gotten a lot yeah. of respect. Yeah, that's true. You that know. that has. But, uh, oh, uh, our friend George Crinkle said, uh, did anyone mention Vanilla Sky? No, he didn't. No. 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 Only 15 songs we got. Here. I know. That's the we problem. Just, I know. We, you know, that's... Uh, that's really, you know, there's only so many we could include it, you know. Yeah, in fact, Susan said she she would have had to for this compilation of a triple album. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good point. <laughs> so think for one second what Paul went through when he put together Pure McCartney. Yeah. And he had his entire catalog to base that on. Mm. If you had the same, if you were given an assignment, say four CDs, but it spent uh, see, 50 years <laughs> of music, it ain't easy. It's right. not easy. Oh, and Tom, your, your co-host, Andy Nichols, said, don't criticize what you can't understand. And the go. quotes, McCartney, current music haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So yeah, I mean, I think this just shows, you know, just go out and and listen to the music he's put out for the past 20 years and i think if you haven't heard it i know a lot of you listening tonight and watching tonight certainly have i mean by all your wonderful comments you've certainly shown that but but those who haven't go out and search for these albums you will be if you haven't heard them very pleasantly surprised right and i can bet that you'll like some of it 
<laughs> See what you good. get there, Joe. Oh, good All job, right. Buddy. So why don't we go around and give each other our contact information and let our viewers know what we're doing. Let's start with uh, you, Joe. Well, of course, start off by going over to YouTube and subscribing to my YouTube channel, Mean Mr. Mayo, where you can see all kinds of reviews and memorabilia shows and this and that. And don't forget that I also do a show on there now called Fab Gab, and that's with a hyphen, Fab Gab. I guess you could say. And we're going to have a show this coming Sunday, the 18th. I got a train going by here. On the 18th at uh, 2 p.m. live. That's Eastern time. 2 p.m. Eastern time. My channel, me, Mr. Mayo. We're going to have a guest. This time it's going to be Kit O'Toole is going to be a guest. And we're going to be ranking the songs from Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band. <laughs> it's impossible, but we're going to try to do it. <laughs> and uh, as I say, this is a kind of new show that I've, that I've been starting. But what I'm starting with is going through the rankings. I'm starting with the Beatles albums, and I'm ranking least favorite to most favorite. Um, and after that, we're going to be doing all the solo albums up to, I guess, the newest one being the EP of Ringo and beyond whatever comes out. Um, but there's going to be other shows where we're just going to have like discussions. You know, we're going to talk about things. It's not just going to be a ranking uh, show, but that's what we're doing right now. Okay, very good. Tom, can you do it all in, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> and go. Yes. Okay. So two legs. Uh, um, so uh, this past weekend, we just released or posted our latest episode where Andy and I, we take uh, Egypt Station, McCartney 3, and we take our favorites from that and make our own compilation or one album, kind of almost like we, we did here today. Um, but we took our favorites from Egypt Station and our favorites from McCartney 3 and, and, and tried to make a one album that kind of sounded, you know, could have fit together. And I think we did a pretty good job with that. Um, the week prior, we uh, we had on the, the legendary, the, the original Wings uh, drummer, Denny Sywell on, along with his co-producer, uh, Fernando Perdomo, where we talked about the Ram on tribute album. And like I said, at the beginning of the show, I can really cannot wait till you guys hear this album. I think it's just, it's an amazing, amazing tribute. One of the better tributes of any album that I've, that I've ever heard and um, can't wait to get it in my hands really. And um, this Wednesday ranking the tracks continues and we'll be ranking driving rain. So uh, that will be this Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah. And um, you can find us on our YouTube channel, two legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. So please check that out and subscribe. We're all over the, the internet with uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, uh, Amazon, you name it, wherever they are, you can find a podcast. We'll, we'll be there. So you can check us out there. Email us at email us at two legs podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're everywhere. So, um, so check us out. Okay. All right. Kit, you are next. Okay. Well, before I get into my stuff, let me tell you where <laughs> you can find us. Uh, you can uh, find us. Uh, we have our uh, website at uh, talkmoretalk.com. Uh, you can contact us at talkmoresolotalk at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at uh, talkmoretalk1. That's the number one. Uh, you can find us, of course, on our Facebook page where you're watching us right now, or you can uh, find us just uh, 
type in talk more uh, talk more talk solo beatles video cast and and uh, find our facebook page that way and of course we have a youtube channel head over there just uh, search that uh, talk more talk and of course subscribe while you're there we're just we can just just smell how close we are to a thousand <laughs> subscribers we're just we're so close so please subscribe tell your friends tell everyone you know to please subscribe and of course um like uh, two legs uh we are pretty much on every podcast platform you can think of so uh so just uh search for us there and of course subscribe while you're at it uh as for me as joe said i'm really excited to be on FabGab, and i'm glad you told me there's a hyphen in there i didn't know i will definitely <laughs> correct that when i'm yeah, when just to differentiate it from something yep. else that I heard that wasn't Beatles related. It was gotcha. related or something. so bad <laughs> with a hyphen. So, uh, so I will be on there, uh, as he said, this Sunday at, uh, at uh, 2 PM Eastern. And I'm really looking forward to rating the tracks on Sergeant Pepper. Um, I was also recently with Joe on uh plastic EP's show oh, where we, right. that was really fun where we, uh, talked about, um, well, we went down uh, the tracks on Abbey Road and talked to, you know, about each track. Uh, and that's on my uh, Facebook page. And I think I posted it. If I haven't, I'll, I will do that. I, I think I did, though, on our Talk More Talk Facebook page. So check that out. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be posting a review of Ramon on something else reviews very soon. Uh, so be on the lookout for that of course you can follow me on facebook uh and uh, i'm on twitter and uh you can follow me and and you'll see where i'm going to be appearing on various you know video casts podcasts all that kind of stuff and of course as you guys very kindly mentioned earlier <laughs> the new book which oh it disappeared <laughs> <Here we go>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bad part about having these backgrounds fandom in the beatles yeah thank you tom fandom in the beatles edited by myself and ken womack it is now available at uh, amazon uh barnes and noble and uh and you can uh, order remember order the paperback do not order the hardback it is ridiculously expensive so just order that or it's on kindle so uh, so you can go check that out how long did that take you guys to put together oh god like two or three years something really? like that it was a long long time oh. yeah so i'm enjoying uh, it right um, now yep so it's it should be there uh, joe so you'll probably get it tomorrow yeah i'm expecting my copy any any minute now yep <laughs> so it'll it should be there <laughs> so anyway so i think that's everything okay as for me you can always write to me at my email address which is every little thing at att.net uh the things we said today podcast we just recorded a show right before this one with jerry hammock who is the author oh, of yes. several volumes oh yeah called the beatles recording reference manual and uh, the new one, which is the last in the series, Volume 5, takes you all through 1969 and early 1970. Mm -hmm. I slipped yeah. that in there. And um, so we yeah. just did an interview with him, which is going to be posted either Wednesday or Thursday. You can find that on Podbean, iTunes, or our YouTube page. Please uh, subscribe to that. Also, there's my website, KenMichaelsRadio.com. Loads of, of interviews on there, just audio interviews, plus Beatles trivia, which we have every single week. Win one of 10 prizes like Kit's book, Songs We Were Singing, 
I uh, got Wings Over America on there, McCartney 3, whole bunch of stuff, including Jerry Hammock's book you can win on my website. Ah. And then there's my YouTube channel, which I'm starting to get busier with. I just did a show with Sam Wiles. This is my second show with him on uh, on my YouTube channel. He's the host of Paul or Nothing, the solo Paul McCartney podcast. And it was all about the debate as to whether or not Paul was lost in the 80s after the release of the Tug of War album. And then all this. <laughs> yes. Wait till we do this here. <laughs> oh, no. oh, boy. And, uh, you know, did he not be, did he, did he find his footing with uh, flowers in the dirt and everything in between? He was kind of lost and he wasn't as creative or it was below par McCartney. And, you know, so people can write to us, share their feelings. And, um, you know, I like hearing different opinions on this subject. And Sam definitely has his own opinions. That's he's he's kind of in another world at times, but I like that about him. I like hearing I like hearing what young fans have to say. They they can have a completely. Hey, but he doesn't he doesn't like uh, Once Upon a Long Ago. That's true. And oh, he, he likes it. and he likes so bad. I don't. I love it so bad. I love so bad. <laughs> See, he, he wasn't lost. He okay, wasn't we're, lost. Gonna, we're gonna take but this I'm outside, Jen. <laughs> And he, he doesn't like No More Lonely Nights. Can you believe that? Oh, well, really? then, okay. I've totally had, had Back on My Feet, uh, Once Upon a Long Ago, and I'm missing something else. And Spies Like Us on the albums, they'd be, they'd be better. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that sometime. Yeah, well, okay. that'll be a show. Okay. A um, whole bunch of good stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, speaking of Driving Rain, uh, my good friend Dave Ghosty Wills who was also on Two Legs. Uh, we talked about Driving Rain and why we felt it's an underappreciated album. And now you're going to go and review it, Tom, you and, yep. you and Andy. That, and that is a very good show, Ken. I watched, I watched that show all the yeah. way. I, I enjoyed it very much. Okay, thank you. He's a great guest. we got to have him on our show. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love those. we should. Yeah. Great guy. And um, just like you, Tom, I'm interviewing Denny Sywell tomorrow. Excellent. And so hopefully... Yeah, he's all over the place. Yep. You know, he's on Hudson's show, Hudson Ranny. Was he on yeah. Ethan's show? I think he was on Ethan. I don't know if maybe. Ethan had him, but uh, sure. He did. Okay. But uh, yeah, so. yeah, so I, just like you, I'm very excited about this new Ram on tribute to Ram. Right. So that's all on my YouTube channel, Ken Michaels Radio. Please subscribe. And I think that just about covers it. All right, so this has been great. Thanks to all of you for watching tonight. Thanks for all of your suggestions. And um, thanks to you guys for making this a great night. And so- A beautiful uh, night. A beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So for Kid O'Toole, Tom Hunyadi, and Joe Mayo, I'm Ken Michaels reminding you all, all the world's a tiny bubble (laughs) floating inside the truth. Remember that. Don Ho forever. (laughs) (laughs) see you next time bye bye bye